With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another off-season edition slash free agent frenzy here edition at the Houdat discussion a few days after the first wave of free agency. Now we're more into that second wave, that slower moving free agency. A lot of guys still left on the board. The Saints are still trying to work on some cap moves to try to figure out how they can add some guys. We're going to basically just really right now this episode is going to be like recapping and then these next episodes are going to be um maybe a little more towards more off-season topics but these next few episodes we're still in free agency this episode is more of just recapping everything recapping all of our episodes and then we're just going to see where the saints could still improve where they should improve their needs the cap situation all of that fun stuff but first the saints didn't kind of do a lot of odds and ends signing this weekend as they had the big move with Emmanuel Sanders, so definitely go check out all those free agent frenzy videos if you guys want a really deep analysis on those players. And I will do that, and I did that on um, on those episodes. And I'll probably do some film studies on Sanders and Jenkins and Onyemata, all those all the guys they signed. I definitely want to do some um, do some film studies on them to really show you what they're all about. But definitely, if you want to hear really in-depth um, opinions and analysis on them, go to those episodes. This is going to be a little more of an overview and just kind of summing everything up and kind of moving forward here. So starting off with these odds and ends signings, first, Noah Spence here. He was signed, re-signed with the Saints. Depth signing here for the defensive line. I would still like the Saints to do more on the defensive line, but this is definitely a step in the right direction. He had five and a half sacks with the Bucks back in 2016. Only he's had two since, and that's the really big issue here. It's not that he doesn't have a talent. He hasn't shown it at all. Injuries have been a huge factor in him and why he's really not been successful here. And he's going to come in here. He's going to be a depth piece, he said. I just want to come in here and learn from these guys, which is great. We want to see that. But he's definitely had problems staying healthy. After that great season with Tampa Bay, he only played six season, uh, six games the next season, and then 12 games and then seven games. So he's only really played since then in those last uh, three seasons, 25 games in three seasons, which 25 out of 48 is not that good. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, 48 <laughs> games. I'm sorry, guys. Um, it, that's not that good. And you obviously want to see more health from him. And he's got some moves. I mean, four force fumbles. I mean, definitely there. So he's just going to... the Definitely, to me, it's all the intangibles there. you got to put them all together. And look, for the Saints, it's a depth signing. It's a... A low-risk, high-reward, in my opinion. Good signing there. Some things there for getting five and a half sacks back in 2016. So hopefully he can get that stuff together and he, maybe he could be a big piece of the Saints. If I'm the Saints, I can't count on him. But he's definitely a guy, t- to me, that's there at least. And But I would like to see one more guy. A guy that, like a veteran. Adrian Claiborne's the guy. I'm going to talk about him later. He's the really guy I wanted to see. And I've been telling you guys since the beginning. And he is still out there for the Saints to get. Second guy, DJ Swearinger. 
I like this move a lot. And why I do is because it gives the Saints a ton of depth there, and he's going to help Chauncey a ton in back there. When P.J. Williams was playing safety, who would he go to to get help and to really understand it all? It was D.J. Swearinger, so that's obviously the guy. He's a veteran presence. And number one, he can play. Eight interceptions between 2017-2018, I think he can play in a pinch and do a very good job. He definitely has that, and I don't think he just came in here to be a depth piece and a teacher. I think he really came in here to compete for a starting job, as he said. So, again, I don't think he will win a starting job, but he's going to be amazing depth. And, look, he had a tough year last year, but the year before, he had a great year in 2018. I remember in 2018, he was coming off those big games, and the Saints the Saints played the Redskins, and he was a real force. 2017-2018, he was great for the Redskins, and, I mean, he was outstanding. And he was really a linchpin of those teams, why they were even in the playoff contention. It was because of him and that defense and that ball-hawking defense, him and Norman. They had a good team, and or at least a good secondary so, again, now the Saints have that player. Yeah, is, is he getting a little up in age? Yes. But he has the veteran spirit. He's a really, to me, his technique is very good. And he can come out here. And if you played, he's going to make some big plays. He, he, he may get beat a little bit, but he's going to make the big plays. And sometimes you need play, players like that. And I, I don't think that he will be in the starting lineup. And I don't think he probably will be in many packages. But if he is, I'd be very, very, I mean, I'm fine with that. I, I think he's a good player. I do think he's a starter in this league. And I said that when the Saints signed him back in when they originally signed him now they re-signed him and this is a great deal and again it just gives the saints more depth players and this was the same thing with last year if you can sign depth players that probably won't play but to have the depth players that used to play and used to start and have that experience and they're really um grounded and they're respected as nfl starters and you have them as your backups that helps you a ton and dj swearinger is one of those guys Another guy the Saints signed was Dietrich Nichols, who led the XFL in interceptions. He'll be competing for another depth role, and I think it's good. He's still very, very young. He can play special teams very good, and I think it's something the Saints will probably look at, see if they could sign him, uh, not sign him, see if they can um, play him in those special teams roles, see if the Saints could, maybe he can make some big plays um, in, in a depth role. I think he's going to be in there, and he's definitely going to battle for a position. Saints, to me, have a really, really good depth players and really good special teams players in that secondary, so I think it's going to be tough for him to get in there, but, I mean, you give him a shot. He's definitely pretty talented, and he showed it this spring in the XFL, so good for him, and I'm, I'm very, very happy that the Saints were able to give him this opportunity. I mean, he's got the ball skills. He's, he's a pretty good player, and I think the Saints did a good job by signing him there. And then the final guy here that they signed was Michael Burton. He's a fullback. 65 game career. That's all you really want to see from him. He's a veteran. He's a good fullback. Solid in there. He's played a lot, especially in his first three seasons uh, where he started 47 48 games. That, that That's what you want to see. And the last few years, he's kind of been bouncing around a little bit, but back in the Saints, I think we'll use him correctly. I think he's going to be a perfect fit for them and a good replacement of Zach line so i i do think that's very good and those those signings are depth signings and they're not big signings but they could help down the road to me i think swanger out of all these guys will probably make the most impact him and burton i think will make the most impact spence i wasn't really sold on him and i i said that if the saints didn't resign him i'd be fine but maybe give him a full off season with the team i'm fine with that we'll kind of see what happens say with Nichols, i mean maybe he makes a makes the team and makes an impression maybe he doesn't but i think it'll be good to see there and it'll be fun to see them in um, training camp and preseason so that's going to be very interesting there a big news big news out of today and last night into this morning was the saints extended cornerback janoris jenkins three years 27 million but all the guaranteed money is in the first year so basically what the saints are doing is 
instead of just adding um, void years to that. Because what they wanted to do was just restructure his contract so they basically can move some money this year to other years. And that's what they really did here. But instead of just give doing that, they added two extra years, but basically option years for the Saints. Janoris Jenkins agreed to that, so that's very, very good. And really, they're, they're only on the hook for this year. These next two years would just be then just if the Saints want to add him, the Saints want to keep him, then you add him. If you don't, you don't. To me, Janoris Jenkins is a great player. And I think the Saints should definitely look into sign into keeping him. And I'm very, very happy that they ended up signing him and all that uh, great stuff. Because to me, he's... Look, he had made a Pro Bowl, and he's always been a solid, solid second corner. And sometimes he elevates to the first corner. He's an upgrade over Eli Apple. And I think in a big way, and he's going to help Marshawn Lattimore because he's been there. He's a veteran. I think he's going to do a great job. Five picks last year is a big thing. PFF grades, he's been basically hovering around 70 his whole career. Maybe a little below, maybe like 68, maybe 72, but he's around 70, which is really good. I mean, yeah, it's not the top shutdown corners of the league, but it's right fitting in there in that low one, high second cornerback, and I think that's what he is. And he is the opportunity to have some really big splash years, and maybe that will be a year... Uh, for this one to happen, he had a big year in 2016 where he made the Pro Bowl, and he had two pick sixes, 81 PFF. If, you know, if he could do something like that, the Saints are really in business. But to me, that is definitely something that the Saints, I think, needed to do. And I think he's going to be a good player in the future, solid player. He's going to give you, and he's not going to get beat deep like Eli Apple. He's not going to make those bonehead plays like Eli Apple. He's going to be a good player coming in here, and he's going to do a very good job. Opposite Marshawn Lattimore, I think they fit really well in the playoff game. He was the only cornerback that I was really happy with, and I wanted to keep going into next year. Again, you're looking at all his accolades, 23 interceptions. I mean, that's what you want to see. Five last year, 68.8 PFF last year. He had a good year, and he's always been around 70. And again, he, he's been, as a number two, he's really good. And you're going to see him to me. If the pressure's off of him, he's going to do even better. And that's what he's really shown throughout his career. When he gets a big contract and all that stuff, or he plays very, very well a year, he maybe then he dipped down from 2016 to 2017, then kind of stayed, you know, where he is. And, and that's like around that 70 PFF, a good second corner, really good second corner, low-level first corner, but, I mean, and then I think he could do that. Let's say Lattimore got hurt. I think he could be a first corner in a pinch. So, to me, I really like Jenkins, and I'm happy to see him sign him. I would really love the Saints to just make one more move in that secondary and just to kind of give some depth to that slot position. I would love to see P.J. Williams back. I would have loved to see Nikel Roby Coleman for us, but he's already now signed by the Eagles. So, maybe the Saints could bring in somebody in the slot I would like to see. Um, I know that what the Saints are probably going to do is put Jenkins in the slot, and then you're two... Safeties are going to be then Johnson and then, obviously, Williams. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all works out. But then you're kind of spreading everyone thin. Yes, it works, but we're not playing Madden here. You're going to need some depth, and I would love to see the Saints not only have Patrick Robinson, which they do, I would love to see them add someone else, and P.J. Williams could possibly be that guy. It'd be a short-term deal anyway, and and he's played pretty well when he's played, and he's been actually very, I mean, a starting role. So you'd like to see him continue on to that. And um, I, I would love to see the Saints re-sign him there or someone like that. So I think that's someone really the Saints could get up and stand up and get. So to me, that's really interesting there. So that's really going to wrap up the first part of our show with basically the news and what I thought about it. And then now we're going to get into basically recapping for agency. We're just going to do everyone we added, everyone we kept and re-signed, and then everyone who left, and then the undecided players. And then we'll see what our needs are still are. We'll look at some free agents. That's really what we're going to do the rest of the show. But first, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion. And now we are going to get into additions, subtractions, and then the players who we kept and the players um, who really still haven't decided yet and their markets still haven't kind of formed, which always happens around this time. So first we're going to do the additions. Then we're going to do the players we kept, then we're going to do the players we left, and then we're going to do the undecided. Then we'll finish off with our needs and for the draft and the second stage of free agency. But first, the additions. I mean, I love these additions. First of all, Emmanuel Sanders, you needed a player like that. He's going to come in here and do a really good job being the second receiver to Michael Thomas. He seems like he's ready to go in all the interviews. Really happy the Saints signed him. Malcolm Jenkins, we already talked about him a ton. I think he's going to come in here, be a leader. I think he's going to help the back end. He's going to give a little more stability to the back end. I really like that move. And then fullback Michael Burton, another player coming here. He can. I think he's just going to fill in for line just fine. I don't think you'll see really a difference. Dietrich Nichols, another guy from the XFL. Again, I think he'll be more of a depth player. Just kind of a player that most likely fill out the roster. And he could play special teams. I think he has pretty good ball skills. I mean, I don't think he's going to make the team, but we'll see. I mean, you got to give him a shot. So that's just kind of what the Saints are doing there. Moving over to the players that we kept for this offseason. Drew Brees is the big one, obviously. Everyone wants to know. Drew Brees is the big one. Taysom Hill, I guess it's undecided, but I think the Saints are going to keep him. So I'm just going to put him in that catch category. They're going to keep Taysom Hill here, and they're going to try to sign him long term. They did tender him, and they owe him about $4.6 million this year if they can't come to a long-term agreement. But we'll kind of see how that all plays out. Then we also kept David Onyemata. That was a big one. David Onyemata was a big one. Saints signed him three years, uh, $27 million. Cap hit this year is only $3.3 million, though. Very, very interesting, and I'm happy kind of the Saints re-signed him, gave him a lot of depth, and I really like this move because Sheldon Rankins, when he plays, he's great. Obviously has not been that reliable, so this is a good player that is reliable and could do a great job in there when he plays. So I thought that was a really good move, and he's getting better and better each year. So really good job for him. I'm happy the Saints gave him that deal. And the big one is that a lot of questions are Andrews Pete. Five years, $57.5 million. A lot of things have... Yet to been said about Andrews Pete, I think a lot of questions are here. Just a lot of questions, and we'll get into that. But look, the Saints have their their they're bringing back their whole five line. Hopefully, they all stay healthy. I really like what the Saints are doing, trying to keep their old players. I really like it. You're obviously going to keep this team that won 26 games in the last two seasons. That's just kind of where right where you want to be. And I mean, th- th- I mean, 37 wins in the last in the last three years. You want to keep as many players as possible. So I'm happy that the Saints kept him, but again, it's just it's just an interesting situation. A lot of questions there, and we'll get into that in later episodes, and I bet maybe even later in this episode. Then DJ Swearinger kept, Justin Hardy kept, JT Gray kept. All those guys kind of just sticking in there, doing a good job. Noah Spence kept. And then we're going to go to the players that have left. And that's going to be Teddy Bridgewater, AJ Klein, Eli Apple, Keith Kirkwood, Von Bell, who just got signed by the Bengals, and then Zach Lyon retired. So these are the players that won't be coming back for sure. Confirmed. Again, Teddy Bridgewater, I'm fine with. We kind of knew this was happening. Best of luck to him with the, the Panthers. I just don't think he's I don't, I don't know. I'm happy that I'm happy the Saints didn't make him their 
they're a franchise QB. I think there are better ones out there. So that's definitely what I'm looking at there. AJ Klein, he's going to go over to Buffalo. And I think this does leave kind of a hole for the Saints and the linebackers, and they haven't filled it yet. We're going to see how they try to fill it. I would love to see them get a free agent. I would love to see Nigel Bradham, and we're going to get into it later. Nigel Bradham, I think, is the, the guy that the Saints have to be looking at right now. And if they're not, I don't know. I, I really think that the Saints should look at getting him. It's, I mean, it'd be interesting, but I think the Saints should definitely look to get him to replace A.J. Klein. He'd be a better replacement to A.J. Klein. And then you can go out in the draft. If you want to get Kenneth Murray, you can still get him, but you can get any position then. And you don't have to be playing. You could do best available instead of looking for the best available in your position, which right now you got to get Kenneth Murray, who I think is going to be a good player. But again, if you don't get him, let's say someone picks him, you're in, you're in a little bit of trouble. That means you're on Patrick Queen probably. Again, it's, it, I, I do not like just looking at a position, getting the best player. I would love to pick best player available, and then I, I think you're better. Because what if Kenneth Murray's still on the board, but Justin Herbert's fall? What do you get? And it's just decisions, decisions, decisions. I mean, it won't matter if you have Bradham there. You'll be comfortable with Bradham, and you can go pick your quarterback of the future. So, again, I, I just would love to see the Saints get Bradham, and I think he could be a big player in replacing Klein. Eli Apple, I think the Saints... I think the Saints upgraded with Janoris Jenkins. I'm happy that they did that. Eli Apple, too up and down for me. Has some really nice stretches of play. Has some really bad stretches of play. And it's just too much. It's too much. And it hurt them down the stretch this year. So that was not so good. I mean, it's not the end of the world. But again, he he's he he's your number two corner. He's a just he's that pure number two. He not play the number one position. He's a solid number two. He's middle of the road, but. You would like to see, you would like to get better in it, and I think Janoris Jenkins is that high tier number two, maybe even low tier number one when he's at his best. And Eli Apple is really just mid to low number two corner, even when he's healthy. He's, just, he's I mean he's just had some he's just had a lot of up and down play. So, but again, it's definitely I mean I, I'm not missing him. Let's put it that way. Keith Kirkwood, I'm definitely not missing. I said let's get everybody off that wide receiving core besides Michael Thomas. They added Emmanuel Sanders. I'm not worried about that. I'm not mad about that at all. Von Bell going to Bengals. I'm happy that he got a contract with them. Saints didn't need him anymore after they got Malcolm Jenkins. But here's the thing I want to say. Malcolm Jenkins is better than Von Bell. He's a better player, ability-wise, but then he's also a much better leader, in my opinion. And he and he helps the Saints. Now, Von Bell's a really good run stuffer, and that's really great for him. But And, and that's very helpful, and it's helped the Saints. And he's done a great job at that. And then he's, he's so good in the past defense, but not as good. Malcolm Jenkins is a really good pass defender, and the Saints need that more right now. And he's still a good run stopper, but he's a better pass defender, and I think that's going to help the Saints more down the line. So, again, I do think that that's definitely a good move by the Saints, and I do think the Saints upgraded in that position as well. And Zach Line retiring, I'm fine with Michael Burton. That's just kind of, to me, a one-for-one swap. Line was great, and I'm very, very happy um, that he, he played with us, and you know he did a great job, and I'm happy he's retiring on his own terms and all that stuff. But I think Burton will do just as good. And then you look at the undecided players. P.J. Williams, I would love to see him come back. Maybe like a one-year, $4 million deal, $3 million deal. Come in here. He probably wouldn't start in the slot. You probably would like to have Jenkins there. But what if someone gets hurt and stuff? It's just good to have that depth. And then also he can play outside if needed. Perfect signing. I think this is a perfect kind of like a a four-corner, flex corner. Because he can play inside and outside. He's a player I would love to see. Now the Saints... They weren't able to get a corner because they were looking to get Chris Harris. Didn't get him. So that means the Saints are still looking for a type of corner that can play in the inside. We'll see what happens. But I do think that um, I would love to re-sign PJ. And I think that would be a great move. 
Patrick Omame, another player I would like to resign. He's a good backup tackle. When you need him in games, in games, and then even for a week or two, he's a good player. And um, he surprised me because he was not good with the Giants. And I was like, oh boy, now we're going to have Patrick Omame and we're going to have these troubles. But he did good with the Saints. And I'd like to keep him just for, for depth on the offensive line. That's, I think, really helpful. Same with Cameron Tom. Was hurt last year, but he was on the interior. He was really, he was that backup. He was that backup interior guy before he got hurt. I would love to see him continue at the Saints and get better. And hopefully one day get him into that starting role. So um, I, I think I think that's a player. Because then, you know, next year you're going to have to probably play Walford. But if you have one of these guys that step up, that would be really big. Dwayne Washington, he's your third running back. I would love to see the Saints resign him. If not, you could just get someone cheap. It's not the end of the world. Manti Teo. We all know about Manti Teo. I would love to see him come back just because he's good in the pinch. He's just not, he can't do any pass defending, but he's good in the pinch and he's good against the run. So he's a player that I'd be fine with Saints bringing him back. Not to replace AJ Klein, but to just be there. And I think he could be just a good backup there. So that's kind of your recap of free agency. Now let's look at some needs. Because the Saints do have needs. Now the Saints, I'm going to be nitpicking here. Right now the Saints probably are a 12-win team, 11-12-win team right now. And then this is before the draft even starts. I mean, that's that's how crazy it is. The Saints are in a really good spot. And I want to pre- preface this by saying that the Saints are in an amazing spot. Now, the, all these moves besides linebacker, I think linebacker is an actual hole for them right now. And I would love to see the Saints address it in free agency and not the draft. And yes, you can go out and get Kenneth Murray, Kenneth Murray and Nigel Bradham, and you'll be even better if he's your best available. But let's say your best available is Justin Herbert. Let's go pick Justin Herbert. I would love to see the best available player get picked. And then not have a hole. So I would love to. I mean, the, the whole strategy is try to fill up all your holes in free agency and then draft pick a best available player and have them shine in spot roles. And and that's what the Saints did last year with. Um, I mean, they, they got. See, like, perfect examples what the Saints did when Unger retired. They got Nick Easton just in case they weren't able to get the best available player, but then they were able to get McCoy. Perfect example. So, again, I would love to see that there. And that's my first need, is linebacker. And the players I would like to see, there's really two players left that I'd want to see. And then linebacking definitely went quick. They tried to get Jamie Collins. They couldn't. So here's the two guys. First of all, Nigel Bradham. I would love to see the Saints get Bradham for many reasons. I mean, Bradham's just a solid player. He's better than AJ Klein. I I think AJ Klein has gotten better throughout the years. But but I think he's a player. uh, Bradham's a player that he can come in here and just do solid work. He won't be a standout like Jamario Davis, but he won't be a scrub either. He's going to come in here, do great work, and I would just love to see that. He's going to do He's going to come in here. He's going to solidify that position. He's going to help Demario Davis. He'll probably complement Demario Davis really well. And, he, I mean, PFF grades have always been in the mid-60s to 70s. He's just he's a solid player. He's a solid, solid linebacker, and I would love to see the Saints bring him on. I mean, him with, I mean, is he the most, he's not the big speedster, but you don't have to be when you have Anzalone and Demario Davis. So I think he'd play a really nice role in there. And Kiko Alonso, I think, would help help as well. I think he could be a perfect fit for the Saints. And how he hasn't gotten signed is really interesting because he went quick. I think it was two years ago, he got a two-year contract. He went quick in free agency. This year, not so much. I would love to see the Saints get him. I'd love that. We'll see what happens. But again, I think this could be a big, a big move for the Saints if they got him in. I'm going to start screaming it from the mountaintops to get the Saints to sign him because he's a, and he probably won't cost that much because it's this late in free agency. He could be a perfect player for the Saints and he fits perfectly in there. Second player is Micah Kendricks. He's a player for the Seahawks, kind of just been there and he's been one of their mainstays. 
now in free agency. They don't want to keep him. He's he's a good player. He's going to come in here. He's going to do some great stuff. I mean, over the last last few years, I mean, really over 70 tackles unless he's gotten hurt. To me, he's been in there. He's been starting very well. He plays that inside linebacker position well. I mean, I think he can do a great job. And again, I think he could be a player that comes in here kind of like Bradham with with Davis, with Anzalone, good depth piece, but also could start right away. You're just like, he's a solidified player. He's going to come in here and do a great job. Two players that I would like to see. Next need to me is cornerback and slot cornerback. Now there are still, I remember I said, oh, the cornerback market probably won't be that, that good, a lot of saturation. Yeah, it, the, the top players got paid. Maybe I was a little wrong about that. But there are still a ton of players that can go out here and play and that are still available. I'm looking at the list right now, and I could see like nine names that I'd take on the Saints. And maybe my my standards are a little lower, but like nine guys on the Saints that I would get, and that's that's a good amount. I mean, you have Tremaine Johnson out there, which you pair him up with Janoris Jenkins, who was his, um, his teammate down with the Rams. Now, obviously, he had a really tough stint with the Jets. It was not good. Maybe you bring him here and just put him in that depth role, see if he gets... I mean, I, I think that could be a possible fit. You put him you know, in the slot, kind of a depth role, he could do a good job. Xavier Rhodes, he's not really a depth corner, but I would like to see him just as a depth player. Logan Ryan, to me, starter. Look at all these starter-level players. Prince of Moncomora could be a fit with the Saints as he plays inside and outside. Ronald Darby, all these guys are going to come up here. I would, lo- I would love to see, to see the Saints get Coleman, Roby Coleman. They couldn't, but I think he would be a good fit for the Saints. Sad that he's not going to be able to be on the team. Brashad Breland, another player. Morris Claiborne, another player. P.J. Williams, as we said. Jermaine Brock, who plays slot. I think Brock can be a really good player. DRC, who can play the slot. So many guys. Kayvon Webster, maybe the Saints pick up. Aaron Colvin, who plays the slot as well. So many different guys here that can, that can come in here and help play the slot. I, I think the Saints are going to play the long game in this one, probably. We'll have to see, but I would love to see the Saints pick up a player. And to me, I, I think a good, a great fit is P.J. Williams. He's been here. I think he's just perfect, as I said before. I think he's a really good fit. But if you want to go outside and get some guys here, there are a lot of guys you can get. So, well, I think the Saints will get a line. I really want the Saints to get Bradham. But I do think the Saints will get a cornerback before the end of free agency. That's just kind of kind of what I'm thinking. Third need here is a draft. Is a draft is in the draft. Sorry, and it's a wide receiver. Um, I would. I don't think the Saints need to go out and get another free agent receiver. I just want to see a rookie year. So, because really, what the Saints are looking at right now is you got Thomas, Sanders, and then right now you're probably at Traquan for your third. I mean, look, would you? Would, would I be fine if the Saints went out and got a wide receiver? Yeah. And I, I just don't think they need one really right now because they're gonna, probably going to get one in the draft. So if you get one in the draft, then you're going to have that guy's probably going to be your three, and Traquan's your four, your five's Deontay Harris, and you're really fine. Would I be mad if the Saints got a Demarius Thomas? No. If the Saints got a... Tavon Austin, no. They got a player like that. Cody Latimer, Chris Hogan, no. But I don't think they need it. Taylor Gabriel could be a player the Saints look at as well. Just got a speedster in here. But I don't think the Saints... I would love to see them go through the draft instead of free agency to add to the wide receiver position. But I think it's still a need. Four here is going to be quarterback. Backup quarterback, obviously, we have Drew. So to me, again, I would love to see them get one through the draft. But if you can't... To me, you're looking at Jameis, Matt Moore, Cam. To me, I, I would like to see the Saints get Matt Moore. Um, he's been a backup. He's going to be in that role really nicely. He just knows what he's doing. He's a really nice player to add to the group. In starts, he's not a bad quarterback. He did a good job with the Chiefs this year. Jameis, I would love to see Jameis. I, I actually, I'm a Jameis fan. 
And I do like Jameis. I, I, again, I, I think he's got all the intangibles. He has to put them together. Hope maybe Sean Payton and Drew Brees help him with that. Maybe he becomes a starter like Teddy Bridgewater. I'd like to see that as an option. Same with Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton's going to start. But I think Jameis Winston could be a real option. And I would love to see his hands get Winston. And then D-line, I just want to see a guy like an Alex Ogafor for this team. Trey Hendrickson hasn't been that guy. He hasn't been that impact guy once he's played. And you see a real dip in play from Davenport to Trey Hendrickson. You didn't see a real dip in play between Okafor and Davenport. So I would like to see an Okafor-type player. Adrian Claiborne's that guy. And I would love to see the Saints get Adrian Claiborne. Four sacks. He's right around that four or five sacks range. Yeah, he's not the best pass rusher, but he come in there in spot time and do really good. Other players obviously out there. I would love to see Ziggy Ansah on this team too. Same player. I think it really helped the Saints. Everson Griffin, another player. Probably going to want a bigger contract in a better position, but he could be a player. Michael Bennett. I mean, I'm kind of throwing out names here, but those could be guys that help us as well. But again, when you're looking at this, it's a lot of, you know, yeah, do we need him? I mean, it's kind of just all, these are all depth moves besides, to me, the only non-depth move is linebacker. That That's the only player where we're getting a starter cornerback he's more of like a slot probably won't start at the slot though but just to have that depth just in case you have to move Jenkins around wide receiver definitely not a starter you're looking at a third or fourth receiver quarterbacks a backup quarterback lineman's more of a rotational lineman the Saints team's set and now yes I'm being very nitpicky with these players but I think the Saints could have these and it won't cost big to the cap I do want to quickly do a little cap update so it seems like the Saints have like 14 million to spend but they still have to account Sanders for the cap and Pete for the um, cap. I don't think they'll be. I think the Saints will have eight million to spend, and that's going to be to me probably one or two players. Maybe bring in Bradham for like a four million dollar signing or five million dollar signing, and then you could always just play around with the cap. And the Saints could still play around with the cap, which is just so interesting. We'll see what happens, and the Saints obviously are going to have that option. But again, it's going to be very very interesting there, and. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to probably have enough to sign up players. And you know the whole uh, Mickey and Loomis motto is, if we want a player, we're going to go out and sign them. We'll worry about the cap later. And it's worked to this point. So I think the Saints, you can't... If the Saints want to play, they go get it. I really hope it's Nigel Bradham, though. And I, and I do think the Saints could have one more player that they can sign. If it's Bradham, that's great. But usually what the Saints do, they sign one big player on the offense, one big player on the defense. And they've done that this year. They got the big player on the offense with Sanders. Big player on the defense was Jenkins. Now we'll see how it all plays out. I think they're going to try to sign a Walmart player. And I hope it's Nigel Bradham or at least some linebacker. And then you could kind of fill out your roster with all the other guys so um, that we've been talking about, like rotational linemen, uh, backup slot corners, stuff like that. Like that, that could be really helpful there. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up the podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion and haven't followed us on our various social media platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis on Instagram at Houdat Discussion. You could also follow me personally on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to any of your podcasts. That means iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And again, I think the Saints had a good free agency. I do. I mean, we'll probably do these grades later when just when the full free agency is finished. But I, I think this was really good. To me, they just have one hole. And yes, that hole could be filled in, in um, during the draft, but I would like to see it being filled in free agency so we can do best available player in the draft with that 24th pick. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back, and who dat?